looking for a great book to read, an epic novel. We are being joined by Sarah Blake, who uh, her third book, The Guest Book. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Sarah, we (laughs) talked to you in 2010 for The Postmistress, which we... I thought so. Yes. That's so cool. Yes, we love that book, but I mean, you have really outdone yourself with this (laughs) amazing epic novel about a family. You have to give Give us us the setup, because I'm giving you five stars out of five stars for this one oh wow i mean it's one of the best books of the summer oh thank you thank you that's that's so amazing to to hear i mean this this book um well first of all it took eight years so um and in part because it's a big you know it's a three generation novel and it moves back and forth in time between the 30s the 50s and the present the same family Mm -hmm. um because i really wanted to think about the ways in which we echo and repeat our parents and grandparents you know without knowing it but i wanted the book to sort of show that the way in which we we sort of repeat history the history that we have inside us and um, and the way families just sort of pass on um, you know this they make a kind of mythology by passing on their histories half half told mm-hmm. and um, so I, I really I, I wanted to um, try and work back and forth in time but stay in place so it, it takes place both on the island of Manhattan and then this island off the coast of Maine that the family the Milton family buys in 1936 is there is, a real crocodile yes. island there is a real Crockett's Island. Okay. <laughs> yes, there is. It's much less um, grand, but um, that is perhaps the one kind of um, actually autobiographical thing in, in the book. The rest really is fiction, but my grandparents did um, go sailing one day and see a for sale sign and um, just tacked in and, and bought this place, which became very much the, the, the I mean, as family places can, right. it became the place that sort of, um, you know, sort of bound and defined us as, you know, as how, who we were. And also, for a fiction writer, it's just fantastic to have this place that you can return to with many generations. I mean, right. I grew up hearing the stories and the intonations and the voices and, and, you know, moving in and out of the same rooms that my parents had and my grandparents and and that sense of being haunted, but but in the present. I, know, I get what you're saying. And I think, you know, a lot of readers, you know, like that anybody who has a, a cabin, a cottage, a family home, whatever you call it, they, they, they go to a resort every year and they might take two weeks. Exactly. I mean, I I almost stayed married to a man for a, ca- for a cabin on an island <laughs> up in northern Minnesota. Because it was so amazing, the it's, yeah. it's, it's sweet, sweet. It's, it's, it's but it's like in a way time stays still. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know. So th- exactly, yeah. And then I think that's what that's what's so the thing that's so amazing is that um, you know your it means every time you return to it you're confronted by all of yourselves, like your childhood self, mm-hmm. your teenage self, your middle-aged self, you know, yourself as parent, yourself as daughter. I mean, if you get to have it that yes. long. But, I mean, just that sense of how a place can hold you and hold your stories more than any other, you know. And, and in some ways, you have to confront yourself 
even more acutely okay. you know, than you would um, elsewhere. And I think that's the repetition. I mean, um, of just as you say, even if it's going to a place that you you know you don't own it, you just it's a place that that its memory is as profound as yours. It's that, it's sensory. That's right. Okay, so give people the setup of the, the Miltons and mm-hmm. the three generations because your book, you know, I it, it's historical fiction with parts of it. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and uh, you did that with the postmasters, postmistress, and you're such a vivid storyteller. I mean, you're so delicious in how you write, but I just give people kind of the setup so they understand wh- where we're going. Okay. So, so there's the three generations. The, the first generation is Kitty and Ogden Milton, um, in 1935 and 36. And, um, so the, the book sort of begins in 1935, um, where Kitty is, uh, where you see both of them in their day. And at the end of the day, something really, um, terrible happens. And that sort of stands as that, that's the sort of the nugget that's buried, um, right. at the, at the bottom of the book. And from there, um, and it's in Manhattan. And then from there you go to the third generation, um, Evie Milton, who's a um, feminist history scholar. She's a professor at NYU, um, married and living in a very different Manhattan um, 60 years later with her husband, who's an English professor, and her son. Her husband has just returned from Berlin with a very disturbing photograph um, that she has to kind of reckon with. And so the first 100 pages or so moves back and forth literally from, you know, from the present to the 30s mm-hmm. as the novel builds um, through. You see Kitty and Ogden um, go and buy this island in Maine. Um, you see, you start to see that Ogden, who's, um, who is invested in uh, German steel during the 30s, mm-hmm. uh, thereby actually doing business with the Nazis because he thinks that's the right way to prevent um, disaster. Um, you see the ways in which that catches up with him. And so that's, you know, you're moving back and forth, back and forth, and Evie is teaching um, history, and, and she has a whole theory about who to pay attention to. And it grows into the 50s, um, where you have the second generation. And in that generation, you have Moss, who's um, the the son um, who's destined to join his father's firm but doesn't want to. He's a jazz musician. And his friend, um, Len Levy, who's the first Jewish uh guy to come and work for the Milton um, family and then his best friend Reg Pauling who's an African American writer and and then and it moves then you start to add in it becomes like a like a, a round where you have the three time periods moving back and forth always overlapping like I, I couldn't do it simply no so right one on top of and each other just building Sarah I just want to remind people if they're just tuning in we're talking with author Sarah Blake the new book is the guest book I just want to make sure because people are like, what are we talking about yeah. here? What are yeah, you talking exactly. about here? Yeah, who are these? Well, you know what? I It was very interesting, and I guess it's just something that we forget about. And in and, and that way, you know, your book is very uh, was very striking. You know, you forget about, okay, the people who did do business with Nazi Germany, traveling uh-huh. to Germany as Hitler was ramping up, and, and the real looking away. From exactly. what was going on and right. being able to, you know, so was that a lot of research for you on that aspect of the book and, and getting that so that, because that did happen. 
Absolutely. And actually, you know, that's the, just, you put it in a nutshell. In many ways, part of what I wanted to do in writing this book was look at, at all the ways in which a family like the Miltons, you know, white, northeastern, old moneyed, you know, one of the backbone of the countries, how, the ways in which that family had looked away and mm-hmm. what looking away from all kinds, you know, from their, their own race, their own class, the racism, their own anti-Semitism, because I really wanted to think about how this country's history with racism and anti-Semitism Semitism ha- passes on like a family history mm-hmm. in half truths and and not you know where um, the the past isn't it's remembered but it's not confronted. Yes. So I really wanted to build the novel in a way that it that we are watching all the ways in which we're repeating without confronting that's, you know looking so, away. Yeah. And and so that so yes and so I I, I deliberately chose. Um, you know, instances in the 30s, and then 59, um, those are two time periods before, you know, um, things were really clear, like what, in, in, you know, in Germany, as you say, Hitler was ramping up, but I yeah. said it before the Nuremberg Laws, right, I right. said it before Kristallnacht, mm-hmm. so that it was, you know, where there was still a sense of, you know, sort of quote-unquote deniability, you know, he could, and he could, he really did, Ogden believed that he was um, presented, preventing disaster. He was trying to avert, he wanted to keep Germany stable by investing in it. So, you know, it made a business sense, but it didn't, you know, that the, the, he had to have looked away in order to see what he was doing. Right. Sarah, are you, in order, in order to, it's, are you going to wait eight years for your, are you yeah. going to make us wait eight years? For, I know <laughs> you're enjoying the guest book and the success. I hope it gets optioned as a movie or a TV series, oh. but you're not going to wait, make us wait eight years, are you? I, I'm no. I'm determined okay. to try and uh, write the next one in two years, and it's a spy novel. So I, I, oh, I have. Wow. A, I know what I'm. I know what I'm trying for. So hopefully it will go. Well, the eight years like, paid off. Yeah, oh, we're key. Yeah. We just. Oh, I mean, you. we love the postmistress and really the guest book. It's just I'm expecting it to go. It's going to be. Um, Summer of 69, and then it can be the guest book, and then where the crawdads sing. That's how the New York Times bestseller, let's let's have that look like that at the end of July. Thank you. Yeah. So great. Great Thank to you. talk to you, Sarah. We really appreciate it. Again, the book is called The Guest Book. Five stars. We've got a couple copies to give away. 651-641-1071. All right. We'll be right back.